The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm going to get in line with you here is that you really vouch for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and i really hate anything meta so i'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is it, isn't that ron artessa's new name <laughs> well add world and peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases uh, these ones are kind of cool. They put hmm. Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Is I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. This kind of power, this kind of challenge, this kind of flying, crashing, feeling. When you decide to get serious, there's only one place to come. The games of Super Nintendo. No one else creates this kind of experience. Because no one else creates these kinds of games. Now you're playing with power. Super power. Happy New Year and welcome to a very special episode of the Nostalgia Funhouse. I'm Johnny, he's Andrew, and we got a special, awesome, incredible episode helped by you fans to bring to you today. Andrew, are you as excited as I am? Yes, yes I am, because this is, uh, I would had a lot of fun putting this putting these things together uh, a lot of fun talking to our friends and fellow podcasters to get their nominees and i thought i for this hall of fame and i thought you know if we just did it it'd be one of each yeah but if that's we, not many to choose from but if we could uh sprinkle in some little our friends there of brian matt and trevor I think it would give it that spice that it needed. Yeah. So let's let's tell you what we're doing. We're doing the Nostalgia Funhouse, hopefully annual, but this is the first one, Hall of Fame. And we're going to put in a movie, music, a toy. Um, I What's the other two? <laughs> TV show. TV show. Video game. And video game. How do I always forget? How do I always forget video game when that's literally my bread and butter? Yeah, uh, but that we're going to bring one of those. Uh, we're going to put one of each of those into the Nostalgia Hall of Fame. Something I'm sure all of them will be incredibly honored to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just to be nominated, Andrew is, is a big, <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> now, how did how did uh, I think? First of all, before we're getting into this, let's shout out the people that I mean, you already kind of mentioned them, say. but let's really give them a really good shout out. The people who helped us with this we're very fortunate to have some very awesome friends 
who also have uh, podcasts and YouTube channels you should check out. Uh, I'll start with Trevor, Trevor Franklin. Uh, he does the Cardboard Cave. It's a podcast. It's way more of a YouTube channel now where he uh, reviews just literally random stuff. Uh, and it's really, and he's very entertaining. Highly recommend it. Go check it out. Uh, but then we also got a couple others, don't we, that we uh, went to, don't we, Andrew? Yeah, we'll save uh, uh, a mutual co-host for last there, kind of. Or for, former co-host for me, mutual co-host for you now. But uh, we got Brian Finch of Crafting and Drafting and... Am I missing one? Oh, and airing of the grievances. Airing of the grievances. Yeah, uh, that's our Star Wars podcast. Yes, and then uh, the Andrew. What is airing of the grievances? Is that because when I didn't come up with that name, you know, Brian came up with that. If I remember right, Brian came up with that name, and I thought, oh, General Grievous. That's where it come from. Uh, that's my only thought. Is that a Seinfeld reference? Actually, yeah. That's from Festivus. Yeah, I got really mad when I discovered that. <laughs> that is, we talked about that briefly. I actually yeah. said airing of of uh, the grievances. Yeah, famously, I am not a Seinfeld fan, uh, so right. I didn't even put that together. I'm going to bring that up next episode of airing <laughs> of the grievances. That's going to be my main grievance. I'm going to air. <laughs> it's that you can't have anything Seinfeld related. <laughs> and who's the who's the other person? It is Matt Johnson from G's panel discussion, uh, Colts fans and Bills land, uh, eat sleep list who actually, uh, sponsors when I do top fives on YouTube or if when Johnny does them as well. Um, so they're, they're the sponsor there. And what else does he, he's really cut back though. Panel discussion. Yeah. He's cut back a lot. I mean, he's about to have a, uh, a big life event, I guess you could say. It's a very positive one. Yes. But uh, that's going to definitely take away some of his time. But uh, go check out his shows. He's an awesome dude, a very good friend of uh, Andrew's and I. We yep. highly recommend all three of those guys' stuff. Uh, they're all very creative, entertaining dudes. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh... But what we did is we had these five categories that we already mentioned, and the, each of us thought of one thing uh, that pertain to that category that we that we put up to maybe being chosen by the listeners of the show and from the Facebook page. Uh, which one of these would make it into our Hall of Fame? Yes. Okay. So here we go. We have very first I did toys. And I realized that if I want to make this the first episode of January, I got to start this in November instead of December. So note that next year, which I'll probably forget because <laughs> I did not write it down. Uh, but so toys, uh, who are the nominees? All right. So Johnny came up with a TMNT. He nominated or came up with. He just no, no. You're right. I thought and of Peter Laird. You know they didn't do anything. No, uh, I went to I went to Eastman and Laird, and I was like, look, these turtles seem pretty cool. Maybe rude, but. I think they need some toys. And they were like, you're stupid. You're dumb. We don't want to do that. And I was like, just give me one line and I will prove it to you. And now <laughs> I'm really poor. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> did you know there's actually a parody song to uh, Teenage Dirtbag 
that the what's his name Rucka Rucka Ali did, and it's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle parody to it. I feel like I've heard this. It's I've had to have. It's pretty good. I just discovered it yesterday. I also just discovered Tupac was in a uh, Digital Underground, which blew my mind. Wowzers! Yeah. So Tupac was doing the Humpty Dance at one point. That, that just okay but back on track so johnny nominated the teenage mutant ninja turtles first wave which if you watched listen to our tmnt what do we do rank them yeah we've our yeah. tiered them episode. it's the it's the four turtles it's april it's shredder it's splinter and i think bebop and rocksteady and I a foot it's... soldier oh and a foot soldier yeah that's the first line the army builder uh, Johnny loves this line. I got a little bit of problems with it, but Johnny loves it. So if you go check out that as well, uh, Trevor from Cardboard Cave came up with. Le- I love it how he gave me the Lego set number, which was really kind of awesome. Lego set six four four one, Deep Reef Refuge, which is kind of cool because it's like a looks like a little like research station underground or underwater sorry <laughs> and <laughs> the little submarine in there so it's it's a cool lego set yeah trevor's a big lego fan just to just so people know so i was not shocked by that nomination gotta love the lego uh my nominee was the uss flag which if anybody listens to this show or any other show, when toys are brought up, I bring up the USS flag. Yeah. Uh, the GI Joe aircraft carrier, seven feet long. It takes it, up your whole room. Yes. Basically. And will destroy your bank account. Oh yeah. It most certainly will. It most certainly will. And uh, I think so. And, and I would think if I do remember as a kid, Whenever I found out a friend had one of those, I assumed that they were their parents were rich. <laughs> yeah, I did not have one. Wanted one, but did not have one. Uh, Brian did Mighty Max. So if you know what Mighty Max is, it's Polly Pocket Boys. <laughs> but Brian would probably get mad if he said it. I think that's why I didn't play with Mighty Max. It, it's very awesome. But what I really appreciated Mighty Max for is that they started taking that concept and put it to other properties like Turtles did it, Star Trek did it, Star Wars did it, you know. I think X-Men did it too. I remember little comic books you could open up. And then Matt had the Lego Death Star. So two Lego products on here. Matt's not as good as Trevor where he can know the set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trevor might be a little bit... Uh nuance with the lego stuff Uh, i just saw there was a thing and it was like you come home from work from working hard and it showed peter quill and i think it was at the end of like endgame or i don't know if it's volume two where thor was with the guardians and you know how like peter quill's looking at the team and it's like pay bills play with your kid or spend time with your family go grocery shopping and then thor's face comes in and it says yeah build legos i thought of (laughs) (laughs) when i saw that one yeah uh, legos do rule but what we did is or what andrew did i should say put all five of these up 
to vote on so our social medias. I'm very excited to find. I do not know any of the results of these. I purposely, oh, yeah. I purposely <laughs> wanted to wait to find out if any of my <laughs> very curious. I would from time to time kind of look at the voting and see. Uh, like I would be very shocked if one of mine even got a single vote. I was very just, uh, saddened by that. But Andrew, out of these five, all five of them, legendary toys in my opinion. Which one of these? is the first toy inductee into the Nostalgia Hall of Fame. Well, Johnny, I got some good news for you. It's TMNT wave number one. Go, Ninja! Go, Ninja! Go! That's what I'm talking about. Very excited about that. Uh, on behalf of Eastman and Laird, oh, yeah. as their other business partner, uh, I, Johnny Townsend. <laughs> And they endorse everything I say or think. This is almost a comedy. Please, uh, please know that. Uh, but very excited about this. My all-time favorite toy and property, bar none. So I'm very excited about this. Now, I will say, Andrew, out of all five categories, this is the one that I was most hopeful that mine would win. So I'm, I'm golden here on out. I'm not going to lie. I figured it was either me or you. Like, yeah. one of our nominees were going to win. I guess Ninja Turtles, I guess, is a little bit more of a memorable toy line than G.I. Joe, which breaks my heart in some form of fashion. I think two people now, G.I. Joe, for some reason, is sort of, uh, I mean, people still know it, obviously. Yeah. But it's just not near as, I mean, the Ninja Turtles just had a movie come out last year, you know? Yeah. G.I. Joe, man. Yo, Joe. Yeah. I need some more snow job. It's a go job for snow job. Yeah. <laughs> so our next one was music. Where we did music. Uh, Who are the nominees for music for the Nostalgia Funhouse Hall of Fame? I nominated the first CD I ever got from my favorite band is Green Day's Dookie. Sounds so weird saying it as an adult now. That is such a great album, though. That album yeah. is really good. And you know what's crazy is if you can find the CD where, like, the original releases of it, where there's that puppet of Ernie in the back, because later releases do not have Ernie. Really? They made them, like, Photoshop it out. Oh, wow, because like, they probably didn't have permission. Yeah. So if you ever, like, you knew flipped over the back, you're looking at the songs. There's a guy holding up like a stuffed animal of Ner of Ernie, of Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> and, but on the later releases, it's photoshopped out. Little tidbit, little tidbit. Now I do have very distinct memory of riding around with my buddy Joe, and he had, had this. He has this at the time oh, had a very Billy awesome. Right? Maybe who knows? Uh, had a very awesome. Uh, you know, you know when we were. Kids with cars, we put like the big radio subwoofers and stuff. He had that, but we we were instead of rap, we were we were put on green uh, that Green Day album because there's some killer guitar riffs in that thing. I love this Green Day album. <laughs> this is the first CD I ever got. Shout out to my uncle Bernie for buying it for me because I was just looking at it and he was like, "Do you have a CD player?" I did not, but my brother did. And but I used to listen to it constantly, and it was this portable CD player, the one that you could literally not move because it would skip. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yep. 
So our next nominee comes from Matt Johnson, which this one kind of shocked me a little bit. Was John Denver's Take Me Home Country Roads. Now, in fairness, that is a classic. I mean, just that song itself. Oh, I got no problem with the song. I but just, it's it's wild that Matt would think of that. Yeah, yeah. Because if you've uh, listened to the show, you've listened to panel discussion. We make fun of Matt for downgrading barbecue and Reba McIntyre, <laughs> and here he is, like, "Hey, I yeah, John Denver, John gets Denver played takes a, me back. Gets played at barbecues. <laughs> John Denver takes me back." That is a great choice. I do love John Denver. Uh, and Brian's pick was Crisscross. He had Jump, but I, we grow an album, so I believe it's just Crisscross, Crisscross. Yeah, which is iconic because it is. They wore their clothing backwards, and the daddy make you make you want to jump, jump. Yeah, Crisscross. Very classic. Very classic. I definitely remember the style of clothes they wear and become a thing in school. Did you ever do that? What try to wear my clothes backwards? Yeah, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay then. You know what? I never thought yeah. of that. Like if you, you know what else? You know what else? I remember from that time period, and I think it was sort of spurred on from this. Do you remember those hip hop Looney Tunes shirts? I was just about to mention the Taz and, <laughs> and Bugs Bunny. Yes, yes. <laughs> Looney Tunes were hot back in like the mid. Yeah. Like, if you wore a Looney Tunes shirt, you were 100% fine. Yeah. Now my kids wear a Looney Tunes shirt. I don't think it's going to work out too well. My first girlfriend only dated me because I had a bug shirt. Had nothing to do with my personality nor looks. You might have to help me with these next ones here. Oh, is it mine? Uh, well, this one's Trevor. This one's... uh <laughs> mine and Trevor. All right, just the background. Trevor and I are very much music nerds. So just, sure. just know that going in. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of these. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. I think uh, a lot of the comments were like that. And I was like, they actually did get some votes. Yours did. What was uh, Trevor's nomination? Uh, Porcupine Tree. Yes. In, Abs- in Absentania. Yeah. Yes, that is a fantastic album. They're sort of like a. I'm letting you take these next two. Okay, they're they're like a um how can I describe them? Are they progressive? It's like progressive rock, but with a lot of acousticness to it. If that makes any sense, I that's saw, the best way I can describe it. It's it's. I saw it's the album ver- cover and I thought Tool for some reason. Yes, but they're not near as heavy as Tool. Tool's okay. way heavier than than they are. But you're they're in the same vein, I would think. Okay, they yeah. just go acoustic. They're more acoustic. Their their sound to me, and I haven't listened to this album in a long time, but their sound to me was always more atmospheric in a way. And then the Decemberist. Yes, the Decemberist. Uh, which album did I put up there? I don't remember. Uh, pick. I'll oh, pick her. I can never say it right. Okay. Uh, it's one of their earlier albums. They are like a... I'm not telling him to pick the album. Just in case <laughs> yes. Uh, I really like uh, singer-songwriters who sort of tell stories with their songs. I'm really, I really gravitate toward that. And they are a band that I would guess I would describe as uh, like an indie 
folk rock ish type band. And they uh like one of the songs on there is literally all and it's my one of my all-time favorite songs. It's all about this guy who gets swallowed by a whale like Jonah, like Jonah and the whale, and it's all about that, and it's incredible. Uh, and also one of the best concerts I ever saw live was the Decemberist. So uh, uh, th- I love that band. So the fact that they even got a vote makes me very happy. <laughs> they actually got a lot. This one got a little bit more. Um, so just off of the Nostalgia Funhouse uh, page here, Trevor's got 50 and yours got 25. Oh, Trevor's beat mine. He's going to be very happy about that. I'm Yours actually beat out Crisscross. Wow. That, that shocks 33. me. 33. Um, and John Denver got 101. So that leaves to the winner. The winner of them all, Green Day's Dookie. Green Day's Dookie wins. I am not mad at that. I do love that album as well. It's a, it's a good one. It's very. I'm actually going to go back and listen to it later today, I think. I really do like that album. And then I'm going to follow it up with The Simperist. A good one-two punch. Uh oh. What's happening? Uh, I don't know if it's because these are old. Nothing. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. Okay. You just no. Said, no. Nothing. Nothing like. You just said uh oh. That is usually never followed by something positive. No. 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 Everything. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing horrible. <laughs> No, no one ever goes, uh oh, your life is about to get better. <laughs> this is a miscalculation, it looks like, by me. So, unless this jumped it at some point, but you know what? I'm going to go what I got here. So, I got to change something. But next up is movies. Movies. What are the nominees for movies for the I Hall nominate- of Fame? I nominated The Goonies. A classic movie. Classic. Love it. Um, Loved it when the Goldbergs talked about it because I think if you grew up in or were born in the 80s, grew up in the early 90s type deal, The Goonies was a part of your childhood. Yeah. Don't know anybody that's really never said they, well, other than my wife, but she's a pop culture enigma in a way. Jesus. I mean, it's it's su- it's such a major part of the the lexicon that other movies that are sort of like a group of kids going on an adventure, uh, uh will will just always get compared to Goonies. I've actually only heard one person say they didn't like the Goonies. That kind of grew up in that time period. Yeah, one person. Have your uh, have your kids seen the Goonies? I'm just curious if they yes. like it. Yeah, do, do they like My kids it? have seen RoboCop? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's another obvious you know, kids film. <laughs> yeah. Just because you watched it as a kid doesn't make it a kids movie. Got to repeat that <laughs> song to myself. Uh, Matt nominated Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm not even going to get into with the controversy behind that, but nostalgia brings you back to a time and a place where you felt kind of warmth and good yeah it's this isn't retro this is nostalgia so there's really no time period on nostalgia that's a very good point i don't think people sort of try to link those two together and i mean they are in a way but there's differences as well yes 
Uh, next one is Brian nominated Batman 1989. Keaton. Yeah, that's a classic. Uh, are we going to get nuts? I got I got some flack at work working for some working with some younger kids because they were like, who do you think the best Batman ever is? And I just flat out said Michael Keaton. I said. And they were like, what about Christian Bale? And I was like, he's good, but Michael Keaton's my Batman in a way. Just like Adam West is the first live action Batman I ever seen. Yeah, if we're going, if you're going to cut out the animated series, oh yeah, well we all agree that that's the best Batman. <laughs> yeah, animated anime, I think everybody kind of agrees. Yeah, you know, with that. Uh, next one, Johnny Jurassic Park. One of my all time favorite movies ever. That movie just changed. <laughs> I mean, this is going to sound really cheesy. But and I had seen Star Wars and all these movies, but I had this deep love of history and dinosaurs in general. Mm-hmm. And this movie came out uh, in '96, and I was uh, was '93. So '93, '96. I can't remember. '93, yeah. and I was ten years old. And I have a and my aunt was like, "Hey, you want to go see this movie?" And I thought I'd be too scared to see it, but she talked me into it, and I just remember being in awe of. Holy cow, there's dinosaurs walking around and how cool it was. And on top of that, I will always uh, argue that the Velociraptors in the original Jurassic Park are one of the best villains in a movie. Yeah, you're a very big component of that, even though Nemesis Enforcer could beat him. He couldn't. That's fine. But uh, (laughs) he most certainly could not. Now, they both could open doors. I'll give him that. Yes. They both can't speak, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, the, the the Raptors can communicate. I will argue oh. that. Okay. <laughs> but yes, Jurassic Park is great, great movie. Uh, this was, uh, as my mom referred to it as, as we got older, uh, my grandma wanted to take a nap, so she gave us $20, and this is when you could get dropped off at the movies with $20 and see a movie and to age myself, she told us to remember to keep a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows is is around my age, they know what that means to keep a quarter. And then Trevor's pick is Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Yeah, I knew this would be one of the Lord of the Rings movies, so- and I don't blame him. Those movies are incredible. I like this one, but then when right when I thought it was going to end, I'm like, oh, it's all going to end. And they're like, oh, we got to go to Mordor. I'm like, you just did all of this and now you got to go to Mordor. My favorite memory is uh, Trevor and I saw that one open a weekend. And the movie essentially has like two fake endings that make you think the movie's ending. And every time the audience that we were in, it was a packed theater, got up to leave and then the movie kept going and they would sit down and then they got up again and they came back and sat down it was very funny okay so (laughs) i'm glad to know i wasn't the only one no you were not you were not so and the winner is an induction into the nostalgia funhouse hall of fame is return of the king that i mean don't get me wrong very happy with that i love that film not mad about that at all I just wish Jurassic Park had won. 
just to my little heart. But I do love uh, that uh, those Lord of the Rings films. So I'm not mad at that. I have to let Trevor know that he won. I know that uh, Goonies and them were neck and neck for a little bit, which, once again, I think the 80s are falling off, man. The 80s are falling off. I think the 90s are becoming what the 80s were. Yes, and I'm realizing that as I'm doing different posts and stuff like that for um, today and uh, today in pop culture history, a lot of people don't. If you post into a '90s group, it doesn't certain things won't get the same vibe as in a yeah. group and vice versa. Yeah, but I gotta say though, so far, I'm uh, for I can't complain about any of these uh, inductees at all. No. Uh, next up is video games. <laughs> Video games, of course, my all-time favorite thing. Love video games, love them ever since a kid. Very excited for this category, and very curious who who came out on top here, because there are some bangers in uh, here, some heavyweights going on. So we have Trevor nominated Donkey Kong Country Two. I forgot to put the Donkey Kong in the country too when I was doing the thing, but Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest. Uh, Brian did dominated Super Mario World. Wait, where was that you? No, I that's him. I did three. Okay, you were Super Mario Brothers 3. Yep. And me, of course. Check it out on the Retroactive Sports Podcast YouTube channel. Me playing the greatest football game ever. Nobody could ever change my mind. Tecmo Super Bowl. That's what I nominated. And uh, Matt, I knew this was coming. Crash Bandicoot for PS. I, I do love Crash Bandicoot too. I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad at any of these games going in. All these are classic games to me. I got to say, I've never really, really played Crash Bandicoot until about last year. Did you get the, when they, like really what do they call that they revamped the games and brought them out again or did you play the original Get on my retro pie got you i got you yeah uh i mean i played it both ways so you're a two-way player i am <laughs> i don't know why just he was a cool mascot i really wish he would have stayed sony's mascot yeah uh but uh, let's talk about the other ones. Have you ever played Tecmo Super Bowl? The greatest oh, yeah. game ever made? I certainly have. It's not my favorite. I'd put it my second favorite football game. My favorite being the original NFL Blitz. No, Jeff. Well, you also got to realize uh, I'm a basketball guy. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to tell you you're wrong as a football guy. And I will, and I will accept that because you're a football guy. There's only one thing I will just tell people they're wrong. <laughs> Everything else, I will take your opinion on and say, okay, I, I understand where you're coming from. But when it comes to tech, this is how much I love this, love this game. Okay, so it's on my retro pie. I have a multi cart with it on there. I own the original cartridge, and then, uh. My lovely retro gaming store, the Gaming Vault. If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, go check out the Gaming Vault. Those guys are awesome. They're great, super nice. 
there i bring my kids in there my kids ask them questions they don't talk down to my kids they don't talk down to anybody that's very cool great upstanding people go check out the gaming vault so i saw the gaming vault had another copy of this and it was for $16.99 and i know what it goes for it goes for about 20 to 30 dollars i left work and i work at night i left work and we got out early i left work at about uh, 10 30 i drove all the way to the gaming vault just to buy another copy <laughs> of this game and then i'm sitting there i'm like i shouldn't do this i shouldn't buy this i shouldn't buy this and i'm like but i got a gift card i was like you know what i'm just gonna buy it i need two copies of it after i've seen all these people on these tecmo super bowl groups um like have two copies and everything else but i'm not getting this one graded they're just gonna be two loose copies of tecmo super bowl that's how much i love this I love that. I mean, I bought Mario 3 multiple times, so I can't say anything. Okay. So, yeah. Mario, let's get into Mario 3. This is my favorite Mario Brothers game of all time. Mine too. Yeah. Uh, I actually made, I don't know if you've seen it where it uses the Joe Rogan UFC thing where they like get excited because of the wizard. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I think the wizard hyped this thing up so much that yeah. it just, there is no way it couldn't be great. Super Mario World, great pack. It's also, it's also a fantastic game. Incredible game. And Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest, I've never really played. This is my wife's. This is the one thing I got to say my wife actually plays is Donkey Kong Country. That that trilogy on a Super Nintendo uh, to this day still holds up. Uh, even graphically, those three games still look, look beautiful. Uh, and Trevor has always been a big fan of those Donkey Kong Country games, so I'm not shocked by that nomination there. I was surprised he didn't go with Zelda. Those would have—I would have thought he either would have went with Zelda or Donkey Kong Country, just knowing him. But the winner is Donkey Kong Country Two. Trevor is making out like crazy here. Yes, Trevor. That kind of surprises me a little bit. Yeah. Donkey Kong Country 2. Because I've also, I, I didn't tell you this, but I made a vow to myself that next year I will not nominate the same ones I nominated this year. Yeah, I was wondering if I was going to do that, but I'm not going to say anything yet. I just, uh, I'm just going to say uh, you had your chance to put in more, uh, Mario 3 and you blew it. <laughs> I, I mean, I was shocked by that. Yeah, me too. I do like the Donkey Kong Country games, but in, Purely my opinion, they don't hold a candle to the Mario games. Trevor would definitely argue with me on that, though. Uh, would he really? I yeah. agree with you. I I cannot stress how much he loves his Donkey Kong Country games. The first three Mario's versus the first three Donkey Kong Countries. Yeah. I do suspect he'd pick Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, I don't think, well, like I said, this is a guy that lives and dies by Tecmo Super Bowl, so. <laughs> we're, we're all very nerdy in certain things. <laughs> Each their own. Yeah, yeah. Each their but own. Still a good classic game. I can't be mad yeah. that it got in. No, I don't think there's been one, even if, there's really no bad get-ins on this, because this is nominated all from our hearts and what we yeah. find and 
to have great memories watching, playing, or anything like that. Uh, so our final one is TV shows. TV shows. Andrew, what are the nominees? Trevor nominated Star Trek, The Next Generation. Brian nominated Home Improvement. I nominated Cheers. And Matt nominated The Bernie Mac Show, probably the most underrated show on this list. And Johnny, of course, I knew this one, X-Files. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, all these shows are bangers in my opinion, so I'm not going to be mad at whoever got in. I just know that at one point, I just glanced at this poll going on when you put this one up. And I didn't see a single vote for X-Files, and my little nerdy heart was was sad for that day. Look at what we got on the page here. I know X-Files didn't win, I can tell you that much. They had eight just on the page. (laughs) Eight. (laughs) Because I did go to, like, the other uh, shares that I did, because I have to do it with this one, because it was pretty close. So I'll tell you the, I'll go over the three that weren't too close, but um, X-Files... Bernie Mac show and then the cheers were in like the bottom three. Did the Bernie Mac show have more than X Files? Just out of curiosity. Uh no. I can't confirm total, but just on the the page. Yeah. It had one more. Oh no. Yeah, X Files had one more. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So that means it's Cheers or Star Trek, TNG. Well, no, Cheers was in the bottom. Oh, wow. Cheers was, it once again, I'm really... Because it, it's an 80s show. It's an 80s show. I think you're right, yeah. Are the 80s really dying out? It's because we're aging up and the generation below us have more nostalgia for the 90s than they do for the 80s. That's what's happening. Yeah. Oh, man. Which is really weird because, honestly, most of my memories, memories growing up of things that I really love are from the 90s, if I'm being honest. I but, would say, yeah, mine's like late 80s, early to mid 90s. Yeah, same. Yeah. I would say in a 10-year span of 85 to 95. was. Most I would agree with that, yeah. Uh, But the top two, I saw it was close because based on the... F- just on the fan page or on our uh, on our Facebook page here, Star Trek won, but only two behind it was Home Improvement. Oh! Yeah, so I wanted to do some research, and I started going through the groups, checking out what everybody was doing, see what was going on, and the winner is Home Improvement. I almost said Star Trek because that's who <laughs> that's what, but it was home improvement that <laughs> wow. Now, home improvement was literally like the number one. I mean, people don't realize this now, but in the 90s, when home improvement came out, it was like the number one show on television for like seven years straight or something like that. It was a ridiculous run it went on. Launched uh, uh well, Pamela Anderson was on there. Yeah. Wilson. Yep. Wilson was my favorite character. <laughs> I love Wilson. I wanted to know because I'm going to make this post for Saturday. Who would you rather get neighborly wisdom from? And oh, Wilson or Mr. Feeney? 
Oh man, that I'm, I think you should table that for a future episode where we talk about uh, uh like TV show neighbors. All right, I'm gonna. I think I'm, it's a great I'm topic idea. The post I got because I think it would be a great little post of who you rather. Right, I'm. Go- I gotta go, Feeny, but it's very close. <laughs> it's super close. Yeah, it's it's really close. I know what Feeny completely looks like. <laughs> That is true. So there's actually a Lifetime movie where you see Wilson's face. I remember that, yeah. It was horrible because then it kind of just destroyed everything for me. Yeah, that's the part of the the mystique with Wilson is that you don't see, you only see his eyes like about to the start of his nose and that's about it. But that was the, the great, great part of it. And one of my favorite running gags with Home Improvement and again, that was another show that uh, my family watched growing up, because uh, that's a show that both my parents actually like. Uh, you know, usually it was I was watching shows with mom, and she was very much into sci-fi, so X Files and stuff like that. And that's why I got into it. But Dad really loved Home Improvement, and Mom liked it, and I liked it. I don't know if my sister liked it. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. But that's one that we definitely yeah. was appointment. It was appointment television for the whole family basically and uh my favorite running thing though is when wilson would give the advice and it was always really good advice how would tim mess up the advice that he would just 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 been given when he was trying to explain it to whoever uh the situation called for uh, he would always mix it up and it was always funny to me i always loved that all right well let's go over who uh, who's our official five uh first inductees into the nostalgia funhouse hall of fame the class of 2004 first ever inductee 2024 oh yeah i want to go back can i go back we all do (laughs) 2024 in the very first class of the nostalgia funhouse hall of fame for our toy category we have the first wave of teenage mutant ninja turtles for music Green Day's Dookie enters. For movies, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I still love that line from Clerks, too, when he's like, there's only one return of, and it ain't no, it's the Jedi. <laughs> and it ain't of the King, it's the Jedi. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, and that's the video game, and for TV, Home Improvement. So congratulations to all of you that have made this wonderful, wonderful first annual Nostalgia Funhouse Hall of Fame. A shout out to all you listeners who voted and follow us on our on our uh, social medias, the Facebook page and the Instagram. We very much appreciate all of you. Uh, the, the fact that anybody even listens to, to anything I say, honestly, is pretty incredible to me so i know i think i can speak for andrew when i say we very much appreciate all of you yes we do thank you uh this is always fun to do this like i said um the final episode is always fun to do this but john you know it's always fun to hear feedback and just everything you know just people coming out saying i love your show Hey, would you guys mind reviewing this? Because I love to hear what you guys say about stuff. Is just mind blowing, absolutely amazing in every way. 
Yeah, very much so. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who made 2023 a really fun year to do the show and very much looking forward to what we do in 2024. Yes. And, oh, matter of fact, our next episode will be actually a request from Mr. Nico once again. We'll be reviewing the classic game show, Supermarket Sweep. I am... Oddly excited to talk about supermarket sweep. I don't know a person our age who isn't <laughs> excited to talk about supermarket. Yeah. I may have a lot to say. Very excited for it. So stay tuned for that. Uh, go to, uh, again, follow our social medias. It's just Nostalgia Funhouse on Facebook and on Instagram. Andrew does an incredible job of keeping those up to date and posting on there. And that's also how you can reach out to us. If you have like a show idea or something like that, something you would like for us to maybe cover in a future episode. Yep. Uh, check out the YouTube where we post if we do any fight brackets on there or anything else. I do unboxings every once in a while and do Let's Plays as well. And the top fives, which I got to do one for this month as well. But with that being said, what may, be, may not be nostalgia for you may be nostalgia for some.